0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We give God the glory for giving us this wonderful opportunity to be here. It has been said several times today that today is the last Sunday in this year and we thank God for all he has done, how he has started with us. Thank you so much for God bless you in Jesus' name. Since we started, God has been giving us words of encouragement. God has been saying something. And everything that has been said today are actually words I've put down as the message. Right from the Sunday school to the end, many of the scriptures that I have here has been quoted several times today. And I believe the Lord is speaking to us, is speaking to me as well. And I believe that the almighty God will perfect everything that he has for us for this year in Jesus' name. Amen. This service is a service of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving because of what God has done. There's a, there was a song that was coming to my mind since the week. And... Uh, while Sister Fumi was leading us, he sang that song, and we are still going to sing it. That's why I've asked them to stay behind. But I want you to have a right perspective as we worship God today. Like I've said today, please, I want the music to stop so that everybody can listen to what I'm saying. I want us to really appreciate God for what God has done for us since the beginning of this year. There's a word that I use here, don't you also use it? That God has done amazing things for us this year, in year 2021. We are grateful for giving us life. Life is very important. I read the story during the week. It was about a 70 year, a 78 year old man. Many of us might have read that story. A 78 year old man went to the hospital. He was giving an oxygen because of his state of health. And along the line, after 24 hours, they gave him a bill of 500,000 US dollars just after 24 hours and this man busted into tears. He was crying, 78 year old man. And the doctor asked him, why are you crying? Is it because of the bill? The man said, no, I have the money to pay the bill. But I'm crying because I have lived for 78 years. God has never for once asked me to pay for the oxygen that I use. God has never asked me for once, for a second, to pay for the oxygen that I used. How many years have you lived? Some of us 30, some of us 20, some of us 50, some of us 60, some of us Seventy and above. Have you ever thought about the oxygen that you use every single day? The one you breathe. How much have you paid for it? And this is the reason why we have to thank God for all his goodness. I read another story or I had another thing during the week, which really motivated me and I want us to really thank God this morning again. It was about a man, a pastor, went to to an hospital. I think it is in the UK. He went to an hospital to pray for a man that was sick. And when he got there, he saw something that he has never seen before. The man was there. They were trying to extract blood. I don't know. I'm not a medical doctor. But they were trying to extract blood. From that particular man. They extract a blood. They will uh, use the machine to extract it. After that, they will return it back to the man. I don't know the name they call it. I have not asked. Okay, dialysis. Okay. And the man said. He now asked the doctor, why are you doing this? Why will you extract blood into a machine and from there you take it back to the man? And the doctor said, the reason why we are doing this is because the man's body cannot process oxygen, so we have to add oxygen to that blood and send it back to his body system. Brethren, this is only one single thing that is not functioning in that man's life or in his body. Extracting oxygen, I mean, extracting the blood from the man, mix it with oxygen, put it back into that man. I want to say this morning that man is too expensive. To be maintained by man. You are too expensive to be maintained by you. All what we do is maintain our body. You put all the, all, the, all the makeup. Just to make yourself good. But what of the internal one? Who is maintaining the one that is internal? Who is maintaining your liver? Who is maintaining your, your, your lungs? Who is maintaining your your eyes, who is maintaining your liver, organs, tendons, ligaments, who is that man that is maintaining it? It's the almighty God. I want somebody to shout this morning and just praise this name, this wonderful God. Just think about yourself, just think about your life, just think about your body, every single part of your system. Can you just stand up and just worship God? And God say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for my lung that is working. Oh, Father, I thank you for my liver that is working. I thank you for my lung that is working. I thank you for my brain that is working. If I have 10,000 of them, it's not enough to press your name. What shall I share
1: choose the yoga. for years.
2: Very mod for me, what shall I render to Jehovah? Time, it still would be enough. will not when you heal, you heal. I wrote
1: Praises to God. Let's just worship Him. Let's just magnify Him. Let's just say, Father, we thank you. God will bless your name. We give you praises. Thank you, Jehovah. God
0: will bless your name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to your name. In Jesus. Mighty name we have worship. Thank you so much. May we have our seat. God bless you. Choir, God, God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God has been so faithful. God has been so wonderful. God has been so mighty to us. Indeed, the Lord has been so good. Indeed, it is a time to reflect and give thanks to God for all he has done for us. And we can say like David in Psalm 124, verses 1 to 8. Psalm 124 from verses 1 to 8. The Bible says, if it had not been the Lord who has been on our side, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us alive. When their wrought was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the swollen waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us to to their to their teeth. Our soul has escaped as a bird from the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we have escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made the heaven and earth. That is the summary of everything that God has done for us this year. God has been so faithful. If not for the Lord, who has been on our side, We would have been destroyed. We will no longer be here. If not for the mercy of God, we will not be here. We travel every day. We see a lot of things that happens on the road. Every single day I travel about 170, 170, approximately 170 kilometers, miles, every single day. Or at least three to four days in a week. And I see a lot of accidents on the road. And each time I always say, God, I thank you. You drive, you find that some people, they do not even know how to drive. If you say you are so careful, what about people who are not careful? But it has been the Lord who has been on our side and we thank God for his faithfulness. It is a time of the year when we reflect on our achievements and challenges in the last 12 months of this year. This is the time when every one of us will sit down and we begin to reflect, look back, and see what we have achieved in the last 12 12 months of the year. It is a time to look for the future and to focus on what God has in stock for us. I'm going to read from the, that's where I'm taking my text, or our text today. We are taking our text from the book of Matthew, chapter 25, from verses 34 to 45. Matthew 25, from verses 20, 34 to 45. 45, we will quickly read that. Then the king will say to those on the right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I indeed, I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was ill, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needed, needed clothes? and clothed you. When did we see you healed or in prison and go to visit you? The king would reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of these, of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Then he would say to those on his left, depart from me, you who are caused into the internal... Eternal fire, prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a, I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was healed and imprisoned, and you did not look after me. They, we, they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you? Hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or needy clothes, or heal, or in prison, and did not help you, he will reply. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for, I will read that again. Verse forty-five. He will tell. He will. He will reply. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these of these you didn't you did not do for me. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus name. The title of the of today's message is serving God through your service to humanity. Serving God through your service to humanity. As we reflect over this on this year. 2021, as we reflect on what God has done for us, as we praise God, as we eat, as we rejoice with one another. There's a question I want to ask us this morning. And the question is this. What are your proudest achievements this year? What are your proudest achievement this year. That is what are those things that make you proud this year? I will pause a little bit and I want you to pause as well. Just think about it. If you want to write it down, you can write it down. You can write about three things that you are proud of that you have achieved this year. If you don't want to write it, if you just want to think it in your head, you can do that. When you ask students sometimes to do some calculation, instead of taking their calculator and begin to write, they will say, I'm doing it in my head. So if you want to do it in your head, go ahead. Just write it number one, number two, number three. The three things that you are proud of this year. Okay, I've given us time to think about it, out of those three things, this is another question that you have written down. What is that particular thing that you have done or that focuses on the things you have done for the kingdom? I believe some of us might have written, I've got a car, I've got a house, I've got a job, I've got this, I've got that. Fantastic, wonderful, and we thank God for what God has done. But my question is, what is that particular thing that you did for the kingdom? And I believe sincerely that the greatest achievement that any one of us can achieve in a single year is what we have done for the kingdom. You might have got a house. You might have got a car. You might have got children. But the most important thing is what we have done for God this year. What we have achieved for the almighty God. To some of us, our expectations are met this year. Many of us, our expectations have not been met. We are yet to achieve what the goals we set for ourselves. I remember at the beginning of the year, the Bible. one of the Bible study we did was on goal setting and so on and so forth. Preventual, your goals and target have not been met this year. But if you have achieved something for the kingdom, I can tell you that all your goals have been met. The Bible says... Seek ye the kingdom of God first. What will happen? All other things will be added unto you. So kingdom come first. And every other things will be added unto you. That is the scripture. The things you are able to do for God are the most important things. I believe the proudest things we have achieved this year should be those things, one, we are able to do for the sake of the kingdom. Number two, those things that brought joy and smiles to the faces of people around us and in our community. I want you to reflect as we go through this message. If all you have been doing is complaining, nobody visits me, ask yourself a question. What have you done to bring joy to somebody's face this year? What have you done to bring smiles to somebody? What have you done to encourage somebody this year? Number three. Those things that brought message of hope and encouragement to others. Those are the things that should be our proudest moment this year. My brother, it is never too late. Whether you have done it in 2021, whether you have not done it, it is never too late. God is a God of second chance. And we thank God that we still have life. And as far as you still have life, we can do a lot for God. We can still do a lot for God. And I believe as we move to year 2022, we are going to achieve much, much more for God in the mighty name of Jesus. The coming year will be a great year for every one of us in Jesus' name. Our focus should not be about our lives, but it should be about the people that we are able to touch and change their life for God through the help of the Holy Spirit. The question you need to ask yourself is, how many lives have you changed this year? Yesterday during the, the service, we are talking about what how you need to go out and speak to others. Telling them about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is really important. Our focus will be on God, the author and the finisher of our faith, and not on any man. Do you know that the reason why you are still here is because God still has something for you to do? Each day I live, I believe God still has something for me that he wants me to do that I've not done. If you want to take me home, he would have done that long, long time ago. He would have done that long, long time ago. He may... No, not me, that was in April, in year 2000, April year 2000, we are coming from our village and we got to somewhere, we are coming, I mean, we are going back to Ibadan, and we had a terrible, or I had a terrible accident. When we came out of the car, people were asking, at These people that are here, are they emotionally because the car was totally gone. It was by the grace of God. And I believe, and I stood up, I was still walking, before I knew that I have got a broken ankle. Apart from that, nothing happened to me. And I believe it was God. And it was because God wants me to do something because I've not finished my assignment for him. So, brethren, we are here today because we have an assignment that we are yet to complete. We have something that God wants us to do. And I believe in year 2022, it is time for us to achieve those things. Serving God, Or working for God is not about coming to church only. Serving God or working for God is not singing beautiful songs only. You can see I'm putting the one only because those things are very, very good. Serving God or working for God is not about belonging to a group in the church only. These are fantastic things that we need to do for God. But it is more than that. Our service to God should not be limited to the church where we fellowship. It should not be limited to amazing grace. It should not be limited to the redeemed Christian church of God. Thousands of people outside there need our help. They need to hear about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Many are perishing without Christ. What are you going to do to ensure these people, they come to the knowledge of God? Time is not on our side. And we cannot continue to live the way we are living our life. Each year when we sit down, when they ask us to reflect, my reflection has always been God. What are the things that I've not done for you? I know I have so much potential in me that I've not been able to do as much as I want for God. And each year is a challenge for me. And I'm trusting God in 2022, I'm going to do as much as God will give me the grace to do. And I'm praying for you that God will help you to do as much as he has given you the ability to do for him in the mighty name of Jesus. Briefly before we end this service, I want to share about five or six things. Five or six things on how you can serve God better in 2022. Just five, five or six things. Donya has mentioned one in one of the things that I've got here. How I can serve God better in 2022. Number one, let the things of the kingdom be your number one priority. Let the things of the kingdom be your number one priority in 2022. Whatever you do, aim that God will be glorified. The Bible tells us in the book of Colossians chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Say, says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Then verse 24 says, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. Whatever you do, do it for God. Philippians 1, verse 20 says, Philippians 1, verse 20 says, I eagerly expect and I hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but we have sufficient courage so that now as always, Christ will be exalted, Christ will be glorified in my body, whether by life or by death. Verse 21 says, for me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Let God be your number one priority in 2022. Number two, number two, be aware that as you serve humanity, you are serving God. Many of us, we think, though, coming to church, uh, preach be a pastor is the most important things yes they are very good but you may not be a pastor and you may be doing great things for god you may not be a minister and you are doing wonderful things for god so be aware that as you serve humanity you are serving god in the scripture we read Jesus gave that illustration. Matthew chapter 25, verse 34 to 45 that we read. Matthew 25, verse 34 to 45. He gave that illustration on how serving humanity is equated to serving God. He said, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Go on, my uh, brother. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the writers, we answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needy clothes and clothed you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? Then the king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you have done it for me. So when you serve humanity, you are really serving God. And that is why our service to God should not just be within these four corners of this building. It should go beyond that. 2022, think about what you can do for God. How you can serve humanity. How you can serve men. Not the people that you know. Not the people from your country. Not people from Nigeria or from Kenya or from Ethiopia or from Zimbabwe. People that you don't even know. How you can serve serve them better in this year. Let not your good deeds be only to the people in your circle of influence or people from your church or denomination only. Go to others. Go to other believers. Go to unbelievers alike. There was a song we used to sing in those days. Go. Go. No, not that. Go, go, to, uh, go to where the sinners are. Go and tell them about Jesus Christ. Go and tell them about Jesus. Go (laughs) is something like that. Is go to where the sinners are and go and tell them about Jesus. Okay, I think my wife is getting it. (laughs) Can you sing it, please? Uh...
1: Go where sinners are, go
0: and tell them about Jesus. Go sinners are. So go to where the sinners are. Go and tell them about Jesus. Number three, serving humanity and God with the right motive in 2022. Serving God and humanity with right motive. Are you serving God because of what you will get from God? Are you giving offering, special offering, special seed, special this, special that? Because you think God is a gambler. That if you invest 20,000, it's going to give you 40,000. God will not work that way. Let have the right motive. There are people that have done that in the past. They never get anything from God because of their motive. Let your motive be right. If God is leading you to sow special seeds, why Why not? Go ahead. Go and do it. But God is not a gambler. You must have a right motive. Don't serve God because of the word. Serve God because you love God, because you love the kingdom. Serve God because you love his people. Matthew 6, 33 that was quoted earlier. Seek ye the kingdom first, and every other thing will be added unto you. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Bible tells us in the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 15. Philippians chapter 1, verse 15. It is true that some people preach Christ out of envy and refrain, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put put here for the defense of the gospel. So don't serve God because of what we are going to gain, don't serve God because of envy. We talk about loss and some other things earlier today. Serve God because you love God. Serve God because you want to do his will. Serve God because you love the brethren. Number four, avoid envy and jealousy in 2022. Avoid envy and jealousy in 2022, even as you serve God. Envy and jealousy can destroy life. They will not allow you to fulfill purpose and destiny. Brethren, any good that you think you are doing as a result of envy and jealousy, we have no reward before God. Don't say because somebody is preaching, you also want to preach. Don't say because somebody is giving somewhere, you also want to do the same. No, there's no competition in the things of the kingdom. We always say the sky is so wide; all the birds in the world can fly, and they will not cross each other. You have your own part; I have my own part. James three sixteen says, "For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and every evil practice." James three sixteen. Envy and jealousy will not allow you to inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians five nineteen to 21. The Bible says those who do this thing will not inherit the kingdom of God. And envy and jealousy are part of what the Bible mentioned in that scripture. Envy and jealousy are the root of bitterness. When you are bitter about somebody, go and check your life. It's because either you are envy the person or you are, I mean, there's a jealousy in your life. Envy... And jealousy will lead to hatred and lack of love. First, uh, first Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4 says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not envy. Envy and jealousy are signs of good nature, which are oppression in your life. Second Corinthians five seventeen says, if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Envy and jealousy are all things. They should not be part of us in 2022. I'm saying this thing because we talk about rebuilding. We talk about restoration. That's our theme for the year. But if these things are still in our life, they will not allow that which has been built To be permanent. Because they can destroy life. Envy and jealousy will kill you before your time. Because you are busy. Envy somebody. And before you know what's happening, you begin to grow gray hair. And because before you know what is happening, your head is is coming down. Don't envy anybody. Your time will soon come. And if God can do it for Mr. A, he will definitely do it for Mr. B. Wait for your own time, and the Lord will bless you in Jesus' name. Be happy when others are making progress. Be happy when others are making it. When others are buying houses, be happy. Go and rejoice with them. We've seen pastors, ministers, men of God who are still trekking on their uh, with their foot, and members of the church will be using sophisticated cars. And they will go there to go and pray for them. They will go there to go and uh, uh, pray for, the, for a new house. And they don't have one. But God, who is a rewarder of them that diligently, diligently seek him, always reward them. So don't envy anybody. Your time will surely come. And 2022 will be our year in Jesus' name. Number five, don't sow discord among brethren in the coming year. Don't sow discord among brethren in the coming year. Many relationships in the church are shattered, are scattered because of rumors, because of talebearers, people who will just put one or two things together and cause confusion in the church. We've seen it in the past, and it's still there now. They will say, you don't know what this brother is saying concerning you, and that's how they started. Please let... The Bible tells us, I, I, I must not forget this. One of the things that God hates is those who cause confusion and discord among brethren. Proverbs chapter 16, I mean, sorry, Proverbs 6, Proverbs 6, We will read just uh, from first 16 to 19, but we will only read first 19. Proverbs 6, first 19. Please write from first 16 to 19 in your note, but we will only read first 19. A false witness who pours out lies and a person who stir up conflict in the community God hates. This is the word of God. Anybody who causes conflict in fact, the Bible says say even in the community, not even only in the church, said God hates. So, in 2022, please don't show discord among brethren. Not only in the church, even in your own family. Among your siblings. Don't cause problem. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Number, number what? Number six. Number six. Trust in God only in 2022. he has mentioned that Prophet 3 5 to 6. I'm not going to say much because he has said much about that. Trust in God only in 2022 Proverbs 3 5 to 6. And finally, allow the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide you in 2022. That will be the fact there. I mean, you can add to the list. You can add to that list. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you in 2022. And I want to say this. Every good thing is good. But you need the Holy Spirit to guide you to do the right things at a particular time. It is not every good thing that you will get reward for. Let the Holy Spirit lead you to do the right things. The Bible tells us in the book of Romans chapter 8, Romans 8, verse 13 to 14. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. So let the Holy Spirit guide you this year. And I'm still going to, to end this particular message by what's The word we use on Wednesday. The conclusion we use on Wednesday is what I'm going to use again. We need to remember that anything we do, either for man or for God, is a seed. It's a seed. And we shall reap one day. Anything you do for God or you do for man is a seed you are showing. For every good seed... You sow, you will also reap good fruit for this God. You sow directly or indirectly, you will also reap. Genesis 8:22 tells us as long as the earth remains, he said, cease time and after time, they will not cease. So there's a time to sow. whatever you sow, whether good or bad, you will reap. Luke 6, thirty-eight tells us, "For with the same measure, Luke 6, thirty-eight, for with the same measure you use, it shall be measured to you as well. For with this measure you use, it will be measured to you as well." And finally, Revelation twenty-two twelve, Revelation twenty-two twelve, Revelation twenty-two twelve says, "Look, God is saying, look." I want us to read it together. Let's just write that scripture together. Revelation twenty Let's one, two, three. Look, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me. And we give to each person according to what they have done. My reward is with me. And I'm going to give to everyone according to what they have done. As we meditate on this word this afternoon as we think about the world that we have had, I just want you to go before God this this, this moment and talk to the almighty God. Just talk to him. You can just reflect. It's not a time to shout. Uh, It's not a time to, it's just a time to reflect. And it doesn't really matter what you have done in the last 12, 12 months, like I've said. This is time to come before God and just say, Father, I am sorry for what I've done. This morning, we were reading about somebody who does not believe in prayers. And he came to know God this year. And he was saying so many things. And he opened my eyes to so many things that I've done that I think they are not right. For example, when you don't pray for people you're supposed to pray for, when you don't take care of people that you're supposed to take care of, this may be seen. So it's a time for us to reflect and just to talk to God this, this, this afternoon and say, Father, I'm coming to you this year. I'm in this moment believing you for a better future, for a better 2022. Lord, please help me that I will serve you with purpose. I will serve humanity. The things of the kingdom will be number one priority in my life. And I know every other thing shall follow. And I want all to take this, this song. I live for Jesus, day after
1: day. I live for Jesus, oh come what may the Holy Spirit. I will obey, I live for Jesus. Day after day, I live for Jesus. Day after day, I live for Jesus. Oh, come what may, the Holy Spirit, I will obey.
0: Father, this is our prayer this afternoon. We pray as we move on to year 2022, we will live for you. Everything we do will be about you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you will help us to affect our community for you, for good, in Jesus' name. In our places of work, Father, you will help us to be the light that you have called us to be in Jesus' name. For there's one or two people today that are yet to know you in this house. Father, we pray that you will speak to their heart in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the remaining, part, uh, remaining days in this year. We will enjoy your goodness. We enjoy your mercy. Father, we say, Lord, we will not hear bad news from any angles in Jesus' name. We will not send bad news. We will not receive one in the name of Jesus. Your glory will radiate upon our lives. And your name will be glorified. Thank you, Father, because we are a better person. We are a better Christian. Even as we move on in the coming year. To you be the glory. For in Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen.